Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The Bulls are off and running, and Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the Stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. Welcome to episode 35 of Organizations Win Championships, an Odyssey podcast about your Chicago Bulls. I'm Dan Bernstein, along with that guy, Jason Bernstein, and our producer, James Jackson. And I think, if I'm not wrong, is this the last episode that you're going to be doing before you head to the mountains of Pennsylvania? It is. And I don't know if I'm emotional or completely oblivious to my emotions right now. I just, I'm, t- I'm too tired to think about it. I'm, I'm just going to try to live life for the last week in Chicago and We'll see what happens. Hopefully I get to Lewisburg. Oh, you're, uh, you're we're flying you there. Believe me, I'm going to make sure you get there because I can't stand having you here much longer. Oh, so. thanks. You're so, you're so supportive. <laughs> we will believe me. We're going to, I'm excited. Sure. I'm excited to leave you here. I know you are, but you can't get away from organizations win championships. And you just going to have to find, I, I'm a, sorry for that. <laughs> a quiet, a quiet place in your dorm room, or they, they may have like a podcasting. They, they have some broadcasting. I'll, I'll figure it out for sure. I'll ask questions. I'm sure they're, have been situations similar to this before and maybe bucknell students have had their own podcast which has definitely happened so yes. uh, I'm, I'm sure many do or have because everybody's a podcaster as we know yeah and, and you're wondering what's going on with the chicago bulls and the answer is not a Nothing. whole lot it, this is this is what they call the dog days of covering the nba however who calls it that who's they I I learned something that is going on right now that I actually found significant. 
Oh boy. I know I'm serious. All this right, is a no no joke. No joke. Billy Donovan is taking this time, and this is something he does with his teams. He is visiting every player on the roster where they live. And he is going to each player, not to coach anybody, but just to spend time, just to hang out, to meet their families, to get a sense of what they're doing. And I think it's kind of cool. And I don't know how far... Yeah, I don't know how far it ranges. I don't know if he's, I don't know where, like, is, is Vooch home or is he in the United States now? Because I know, like, Jokic goes back to Serbia. And, and hangs out with his horses and yeah. his brothers and gets drunk the entire time. Yes, he probably, gets, he and his brothers get drunk and fight and then they they punch horses. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't know what, what they do for fun, but the... I don't know where, where a lot of these people are. I mean, we know where Demar is. We know the people who, you know, we know where IO is, but this is something that, that Billy really thinks is important. And I just didn't know how you felt about it. Cause I thought I, somebody, I, I did find this out from a bull source that it's something that's really important to Billy. I think it's a good thing for him to do. I, there's no reason to not try to build a player coach relationship. And as much as he's not coaching right now, I do think it's important to have a good amount of chemistry with your coach, especially with what was going on pre-Billy Donovan and this past season with all the locker room stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like Billy was handcuffed and he was taking a lot of the blame and he was used as a shield uh, for just a lot of player-caused problems. And I guess the name organizations win championships is... Uh, really coming into play here. I, th- I think that it's, I guess it's good for the culture, but does it get them closer to winning a championship? I don't know. That's my boy. That's my line. You're stealing my line. The there's, I get, I think there's two ways to look at it and I, I'm going to choose the less cynical way. Because I think a, a skeptic, or uh, a skeptic. I'll, I'll I'll choose the pessimistic way. You don't have to. We're not. This yes, is yes. I do. No, it's it's, it's my job. It's no, my no. This isn't one of those fake TV shows. This isn't Skip Bayless yelling at somebody, and you're watching in an airport bar somewhere. Skip Bayless catching strays. No, that's this. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. Well deserved, though. We don't. We don't do that on this show or any show that I do where we take sides just to take sides. Because so, but I'll let me lay it out for you. And I want Iguodala. <laughs> I'll, I'll skip. I'll, I'll, I'll no, that was out. Max Kellerman. Sorry, I didn't know you did a Max Kellerman. We'll we'll lay out both scenarios here. A a skeptic might say, "Well, sure, this is good politics. This is him showing up, showing his face, meeting the family, and then at any point in the season where it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to need you to come off the bench. I don't know, coach. Like, come on. I was I was in your kitchen having your wife's banana bread. The whole thing. Come on, do it for me. I'm your guy. Where you build up the some sort of transactional political capital. You know what that reminds me of when you when you put it like that? What? Whiplash when Terrence Fletcher is talking to uh, 
what was his name? Andrew Neiman, I think, or J.K. Simmons talking to Miles Teller. And he was asking about his family and if anybody else in his family was musicians. And that same day, about 15 minutes later, he threw a cymbal at his head because his tempo, because it was not quite his tempo. Not my tempo. I don't I don't think Billy Donovan is going to throw a chair or a cymbal at anybody, but uh, he could maybe he does make a transactional and ask them to sacrifice for the team because he did this for said player. But I I, I doubt that's the case. Now this, I, this, I doubt it. This is a fascinating digression if we wanted to do it, because as I explained what about you, whiplash, when we put whiplash on whiplash is it's a, a sports movie it's a, yes yes it is a sports movie it is it is unquestionably and the bleeding hands taping his hands seeing the sweat drop on uh, come on it's a, it's rocky but better it, no but he's bobby knight that that that's the 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 jk simmons character for which he did win best supporting actor is that that's well that performance was oh he's the best he's the yeah. best big bears fan by the way too Stop bears. Stop bears. He likes the bears. That he's that, that that is that's a movie about an abusive coach, and mm-hmm. so it's interesting you bring that up. So, but I think that's the way the cynic would look at it, where a coach would be like, "Look, I'm doing this for you. I'm making this effort," and that kind of that would be maybe a little boiling, which is the worst thing I can say, as you know, about a coach. So, but let's look at it. Let's let's uh, say this is boiling. I, I think it's completely sincere, and I, I'll tell you that I do, and I think knowing Billy. I think this is a way to build bridges. I think this, this is a way to better understand where someone lives, where they come from, what makes them tick, because everybody needs to be coached differently. And some guys can, can take a kick in the ass and some guys need a pat on the back. And sometimes you got to figure out which is. is yeah. Right what does Patrick has- Williams need? I kind of, I, I'm, I want I want Billy to give him tough love, and I hope those workout videos that I saw of him were legit. I hope he's making that sort of progress. But I and not I I guess it would be all right if it's coming from a player. Just I wouldn't want it to be hostile. I wouldn't want it to be Demar though. But and Demar think, has been the guy who invited him to come work out. Remember, but see that it's right. a really good question. But the thing is that I don't know how good of an Demar work ethic wise and how he carries himself is a great example to follow. If if I'm Patrick Williams, but on court game type stuff, I'd rather him find his own path a little bit. Especially, but, I don't want him to be turning into. I'm going to shoot a two every time. I want him to either be, I'm going to shoot a pull up three, a catch and shoot three or dunk on somebody. That's what I want him to be. Remember the discussion we had about the time where the effects Mike picked up Zach Levine yelling at Patrick Williams for, for passing up an open three. Remember that? Yeah, and we I, said that was. I, we, I think we talked about it. And we said we that did. was good. I forgot which game it was, but it was Zach on the drive drew his drew Williams's man fed the corner and expected him to shoot it. And when he did, he threw his arms up like, "Come on!" And there were some people who said, "Well, he's being a bad teammate." No, and, and no, I think the response was like, "Better, maybe better to hear it from him than it is to hear it from the coach," because he. And then sometimes coaches will filter that through assistance all the time when you see Mo Cheeks pull guys aside and, and, and talk to some of those people. You see Fleming pull guys aside. Passion, drive, and patience. 
What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So, I, I don't know what, we, we're still trying to, it's a work in progress to figure out what motivates Patrick Williams. The, what, what I want, though, is for, let's, if we take the view of, this move by Billy and, and maybe he got it from Rick Pitino or any number of other coaches that he's worked with in the past, or maybe it's just something that he wants to do. And it's just any manager would tell you it's good practice to get to know your guys. And these are, these are corporations. These are wealthy, important, powerful people that he's trying to manage here. But if he is building these relationships, my hope is he can coach harder. Yeah. Because He's always been, he's always, he sees what we see after the games. He sits there and tells us everything that we saw and validates everything that we saw. But the, my, my biggest criticism. Very little improvement on those things that he noticed. Fix them. Yeah. Coach them. Tell DeMar. To maybe, shoot threes. Or maybe this isn't the right possession to use all of the shot clock and, and try to get fouled and fall down. That he <laughs> that knows, was, uh, that, that's how it did. You went a little far with that one. Sorry. That, yeah. that, 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 that was a little too harsh. That was too a little harsh. personal. That was personal. Sorry. I'll withdraw. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the, it, it would be nice if the capital that he builds up in some way would result in him feeling more confident in coaching some of these guys a little bit harder. That, okay. that would be my hope. I get that. Yeah. Not quite abusive, but... Oh, well, tough luck. No, I don't think Billy's capable of being abusive. He's too nice. But now, now I'm picturing him in like the mountains of Montenegro with Vooch as they're just like, walking around. It's just, just like this. What do you think he did in Oklahoma City? Who was on that team? What would he do with some of those guys? Well, who, what, what character? I mean, obviously, well, there was Durant and Westbrook. Harden was not his team. He was never on a. No. Billy. Oh, no, that's right. That was, that was a little guy. That was Scotty Brooks. Yeah. That was Scotty Brooks. Yeah. So I don't know. Durant's probably watching Kevin Garnett videos or something. And Westbrook probably just watching his own. I was <laughs> just going to say he's, he's in one of his walk-in closets trying on. Yeah. Stuff, right. Ma- matching his, uh, his orb and scepter with his top hat. I don't know. The, okay. Let's uh, Westbrook's Westbrook's a good dude. Let's not. He's fine. He's all right. So good luck to Billy in making this matter. I wonder, is, do you think he's going to see Owner Alp Bittin? Oh, no. You is and he? This, you and, his nickname should just be Anagram. Is he going to Istanbul? Is Billy among flying in among the minarets in Istanbul? Which, by the way, is a... Were, I don't know if you were awake when we landed in Istanbul. 
Do you remember I, flying in over the Bosphorus there? And hell no, was, I, you I, don't. I just remember the olives in the in the at the, oh, the olive lounge. Bar. The yeah, tur- the oh, lounge oh, and the golf simulator. The and Turkish all that. Yeah. Air Lounge is heaven on earth. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh my god, it's the greatest place in the world. But the it was flying in on this beautiful sunny day and seeing all of what was going on in 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 the in the harbors there, and the minarets and the basketball courts in in the city. Oh, I, Outdoor? The number, the oh, number yeah. of basketball courts in Istanbul. There, just usually you'd see like little, you know, uh, futsal like, and soccer. Uh, there was yeah. some of that stuff, but you really got a taste for how ubiquitous hoops is and how hoops crazy. There's so many NBA players yes. in Turkey. I mean, yeah, so many. Yeah, that you don't see a lot of that in a lot of other European cities. It's that noticeable. I don't know why. I, I just remember I don't, that. I don't know why the first Turkish NBA player I thought of was Chetty Osman. That was uh, somebody first... that I would love the Bulls to have. That kind of player. Yeah. Yep. But you, you know who's the first one I remember is Hidayat Turkulu. Do you know that name? Hido Turkulu. Yeah. Oh my, Hidayat. That's his name. Hido. Hidayat. Hedo, Hedo Turkoglu. I know, but his, oh, he, was a, he was good. People, I remember watching him in 2009-2010. I, I know I was young, but I just remember that name. He and, was a baller. He could play. He wasn't he on that finals team that what, was that played Lakers and who with was Dwight? The, who was the big piston? Mehmet Okur. Do you yeah. remember him? I know the name. I don't. Yeah, but I. But I, the reason I remember Turkoglu is I remember the difficulty David Stern had in saying his name, and he tried to. He had it all written out phonetically, and he was kind of making fun of himself because he was struggling. Because that that's when we were getting a big influx of foreign players. Nah, uh, Turkoglu was a good player. Yeah, like that's one of those dudes when it's just like he's an NBA player. He right. he was just a he, underappreciated. He was a starter on a finals team. I think, right? That was Jameer Nelson and Dwight and Turk. Yeah, Richard Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. With, against the Lakers. Speaking of NBA players, now that your oh, summer right. job is ah. wrapping up, I, I think we can note that I'd be sitting at work in the middle of the show and my phone would buzz and there would be a text from Jason with a picture of some. Not, random... not always a picture. No, the, but you, you, one you, you, time, you... twice there were pictures. Twice. Well, I'll tell ta- you, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Okay. All right. Taco fall. It was, I think the second week of camp taco fall was in there. Uh, yeah, he's enormous. I've no. never seen a human being that big. Should, and funnily should. enough, funnily enough, one of my co-counselors, uh, I, my Fun- boss funnily? is actually a fan of the score. Funnily. Huh? Is that, is that right? Funnily? F-U-N-N-I-O-Y. Funnily okay. enough. Okay. Oh, you English major idiot. I'm just, Jesus I'm Christ. asking. Come on, dude. Yes, it's a word. Funnily enough. All right. Funnily, funnily enough. Phrasing. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. Go ahead. Fine. Yes. What was <laughs> so funny? But Taco Fall was there, and it was NBA Jersey Day, and I've also been asked to plug the camp that I work at because my boss is a fan of uh, 670 to score and he listens to pot occasionally uh, <laughs> I work at high five sports camp in Chicago and we are at quest multi-sport that's that's the indoor facility that we have um, at Hope Academy in Chicago and Taco Fall was there 
the um the, one of the first days of camp and it was NBA Jersey Day and my co-counselor who I actually went to high school with last year he he was a freshman when I was a senior but he was on JV baseball and he was wearing a Taco Fall jersey. No way. So at the end of the day, he went inside and got it signed, got a picture, and he's about five six. And it it was Taco Falls bending down to sign his jersey, and it was the fun the there was a picture of it, and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's amazing that on Jersey Day he happened to have yep. a Taco Fall jersey yeah. when Taco Fall showed up yes. at at your camp. Yeah. So I have to think about it, but. Who other NBA players that were there what, last what week? Was the other la- picture you said, I think you sent me a picture of Io. Io. Io was there. He who actually went to the camp when he was little. There are some stories about him, and he was playing with he was playing basketball with his little cousin who's there now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got a picture of that. Um, his little cousin, by the way, really good basketball player. Um, may or may not have won me that championship. And uh, oh, when you, yeah, when you the, got the yeah, title, yeah, may, maybe. May, maybe, maybe that kid scored every single point for our team. Hey, man, um, that's good. Coaching. He, he, he's okay, he's all right. But in games, a sudden death game winning free throw bottoms, no big deal. He, he's okay. Um, so Io was there, and then recently, about a week ago, Javon Freeman Liberty was there. Big, he's big, and uh, he's a big dude. Uh, Kendrick Nunn was there last week. I never misses a jump shot. I'm Um, telling you NBA players in an open gym, make it every time. Nobody understands this. Yeah. That's their job. Yeah. Obi Toppin was there with his little brothers at Kentucky right now. He, he was also way bigger than I thought. What's his brother's name? Jacob. Jacob Toppin. Is he good? He's at Kentucky. I don't know. I don't know much about him. Um, Who I, I had a name in my head. Uh, you said oh, Charlie Moore my, showed up? Charlie Moore was there today, I saw. I believe. I, I, It looked exactly like him, and I know he's from here. He went to DePaul, went to Whitney, and one of the basketball coaches at High Five Sports Camp is an assistant for Whitney Young. Okay. So it would – I'm would 99.9% sure it was Charlie Moore. Matas Buzelis, I don't know if you know who he is. He's going to be the number one overall pick in 2024. What? He's, fr- he's from the suburbs of Chicago, 6'10" point forward look him up he he's from here i think what's a prof- i don't know if it was proviso masas buzelis yeah oh yeah number one overall pick in 2024 for sure he's playing for the g league ignite next year oh, oh, oh. um great he had offers from everywhere he could think of and he was there three times actually 2024 mock draft is he going number one no. Where oh, there at? he is. There he is. He Where? is ninth. Really? I thought a lot of people were saying number one. Just Matas Buzelis is this is ninth. They have him going. He's 6'11", 190. He's yeah, he's behind. Skinny. That's what I noticed. He's, he's, he's behind he's Aaron skinny. Brad. This is NBADraft.net. Behind Aaron Bradshaw, Tyrese Proctor, Justin Edwards, Trevon Brazil, Bobby Clintman. DJ Collier? Stefan Castle, Trey Alexander, and Jacoby Walter. Not DJ Collier. Huh. Um... Where's DJ Collier on that? Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah Collier? Collier. I was thinking DJ Wagner. Sorry. Uh, DJ Wagner go. is 21st. Isaiah okay. Collier is 22nd. I got, I got their names mixed up in yeah. my head. But, we'll, we'll do a draft preview show at some point, believe me. And but, Okay, so he uh, was there. Okay. Yeah, he was there. I, I'm saving one in case I think of anybody else. 
I thought I saw Javante the other day, but it wasn't Javante. It was just a, was college, a false, either, a false okay, Javante. High school or college kid. I I was really far away. I, I similar head shape, and then I got closer, and it wasn't Javante. But oh, too bad, so close. I'm trying to think. Who was the guy you said was awesome? That was like this is what yeah. Kids. All right, this was, was this yes. It was either yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, it was Friday. Uh. Kyle Anderson, slow mo, the Timberwolves forward went to yeah. UCLA. Yeah, um, he was there, and he like he was in between a workout. It looked like he would he did a workout. He was resting, and then he was about to do another one. And then he left, but in between his first, uh, in between his first and second workout, uh, the kids had a football, and. One of my kids, because all the coaches have teams and it's named off as, and it's a bunch of colleges. So uh, I I have Oklahoma. My age group is the big, nobody's going to get that. My age group is the big 12. So there's Oklahoma, Kansas, Baylor, and Texas. (laughs) How does anyone know what conference any school is in? Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a, the, 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 the the oldest age group is Pac-12. and Oh no. But (laughs) yeah. They're gonna have to start doing like American Athletic Conference, Memphis, and uh, yeah, SMU, and yeah. but East or uh, South Florida? How about that? East Carolina? Yeah, <laughs> um, that's why Cincinnati do the moved. Patriot League. That's what they should do. Oh yeah, Temple Jay, as well. Our, our producer wants to make sure we mention Temple, but yeah, I I think if they should Stop, adopt don't. the Patriot League, but hold on, let like, me finish the story. Right? One of my one of my one of my kids had a football and Kyla Anderson asked him for it. And he told him to go deep or whatever. And he was playing catch with one of my kids and he dapped him up at the end of it. And we were, it was kind of a free time period and I was shooting a little bit. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I am terrible at basketball, but I can shoot the crap out of the ball. And that is it. I can make a lot of jump shots and I have range. I can't dribble. I can't defend. I can't jump or run or anything, but I could shoot and I was making a lot of wide open jump shots because that's how that that's what I do. And Kyle Anderson's trainer who, who was there, he was, as he was leaving, he jokingly said, maybe you should train with us next time. And Kyle Anderson, as he was leaving, said hi to, said hi to the kid that I was with again. Fun. Um, yeah, it seemed like a, I, I, I didn't want to bother him, but he, he came over. He's a great dude. Um, so that was the best that like Io had like a big thing because he went to the camp. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to people that were just there to train, I, it was really cool to see Kyle Anderson interact with the kids and and just say hi That's to everybody. Great. And yeah, obviously, I totally understand them just going there to try to handle their business. I will say, one time a, a football rolled onto the court where Kendrick Nunn and JFL were. I the, I don't know if they were training together, but they were on the same floor. Um, uh, at di- kind of at different times, but they were but they were together, and Kendrick Nunn threw back a football, and I don't know if he meant to. He he flung it. It was he threw it hard. I don't know if he was a football or baseball player when he was in high school or even college. He went to a small school, but he he threw the football hard. It was kind of one of those. I mean, they're professional athletes. I mean, I know exactly. a lot of these guys. Although a lot of them, when you see him like throw out a, a first pitch at a baseball game, don't exactly. Kyle Anderson could throw a football. Okay. It was also, it was a tiny, it was a tiny football. So for his hands being this big, it must've been difficult, but 
he had, he had he had some decent quarterbacking mechanics, I guess. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Cool stuff. That, that's yeah, a, it, I, it's, it's been really cool. I, didn't, I, I knew that there were going to be some NBA players training there, but I didn't expect it to be uh, I remember the every guy other saw. day. I remember the other guy you saw. Who? Theo Pinson. Correct. Theo Pinson. Nobody else recognized him except for me because of I'm a Of course you, like, what? 20 people could walk in here and I wouldn't recognize Theo Pinson. UNC legend, but also. No, he's not a UNC legend. Oh, yes, he well, is. He won, Stop. Nas- he won a national title. He's not a, li- come on. He was a on. starter on a, on a national, he was so important for those teams. Jason, when you're talking UNC oh, legends, oh. you know the list you're talking oh. about here? I'm saying you, you recent UNC legend. Come on, give him some props. A, a lot really of play- there were a lot mm-hmm. of great college players that were bad or mid NBA mm-hmm. players. So what, <sighs> think of think of some of the biggest talking about- in NBA history, and they're still college legends. Like Greg Oden, college legend, right? You're talking about tall timber. That's so weird. But Theo Pinson was there and. He was all, he's always laughing. I don't know why. Even on the bench in the NBA, and he he's always laughing, and even he does not miss ever. Michael but, Jordan. Yes, Dad. I don't need you to do this. James Vince, Worthy. Vince Carter. I know. Antoine Jameson. Here Bob we go. McAdoo. Kenny Smith. Phil Ford. Rasheed Wallace. I would totally do him Walter right now. Davis. I Dad, just quit it. Vince Carter. Even even uh, as much as I hate this, to say this, it, you're a dookie. Tyler Hansborough. Yeah, you, exactly. That's my point. So mid NBA players. If yeah, they're calling. Ty- okay, if you're calling Tyre, blah, 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 Tyler Hansborough a UNC legend, then Theo Pinson qualifies a million percent. But he was because he couldn't get drafted soon enough. So he re- he rang up all his big college numbers because no so what? He still he was still crucial to those Fine. teams that won. Fine. I win. You lose. Speaking of colleges, it is now that time for the organization's win championships college showdown. Jason tries to prove that there it is. Now it's Jason Bernstein believes he knows where every current NBA player on any active roster went to college. And then he throws some vintage players back in my direction. So, Mr. Bernstein, we are going to start with Portland guard Jonathan Williams. Oh, I hate you. Never heard. I hate these rosters. Yeah. This is the best part about this time of year is because there's so many names on the official rosters. J-E-E-N-A-T-H-A-N. Jonathan Williams. I hate you. 
Well, I hate, I, I hate you. Well, uh, figure out where he went to college. Where'd he go? UNLV. He went to Buffalo. <laughs> Multiple shots to the newts. The next one is Dallas guard McKinley Wright the fourth. Oh, Colorado? Yes. Mm. Mm. Washington mm. forward. Washington forward Patrick Baldwin Jr. Oh, high school legend. UW Milwaukee. That's right. Come on now. All right. I will take two for three. You at this have time no of choice. Year, I, I <laughs> suck. That's a, the, the story behind that, by the way, why he gets so mad is when we play golf and we'll finish a hole and he'll say something like, you know, I'll, I'll take a, I'll, I'll take a bogey there. I'd like, that's because that's what you got. I, I, you have no choice. It's like, a saying. I'll take I'll take a par there. <gasps> yeah, you will because that's that's how long it took to I, get in I, the I, hole. I would love to. I would love to kick you in the newts just like that sound. That's not nice. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Yes. That sound reminds me of Tim Anderson getting mm, love yeah, buttoned yeah, right yeah, there. Not, that not, was not uh, great. Not good. He got J. He got the J. Ram special. Pause. Ugh, that just no. All right. Anyway, keep that in. Uh, former Supersonics forward Xavier McDaniel, X Man, Wichita State. Correct. Because he also is one of the few people who led the nation in, I think, scoring and rebounding. Is that right? Yeah. X-Men. All right. All right. Journeyman guard Sherman Douglas. Syracuse. Come on now. Yeah, these last two, I'm a little, yeah, I really shouldn't have picked these two names. It's it's, going to be easy for you. Why? Journeyman forward Rodney Rogers. He dunked on me. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. Like, how do you? He dunked on you. Yes, he went to what? Durham. He went to Durham Hillside High School, and then he went oh, to God. Wake Forest. Boo, and when when boo, he boo. when he was oh, in God. high school at Durham Hillside, he would occasionally come play on the central campus courts. Op- open run. That was it. Was supposed to be just for Duke students, but we nice, love nice guy. Be, yeah, all I know is I. I got out. Of, it, was, it wasn't nice when he's flying at you with a Did he no, teabag you. No, no like, shirt on. on. No, 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 no. I got out of there. But you like said I posted you. No, I got. I, I ran away. I, I got caught in a in a two on one, and I was the last guy back. And I'm seeing what's coming at me, and one of them was Rodney Rogers, <laughs> and he he was what six eight, uh, two forty, yeah. and cut absolutely like a waste. Like like he was. He looked like Sean Kemp, and. I, it was, I, I saw that, and my first thought was, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, like a blazing sap. Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm, go, I'm moving away from this as, as quickly. And I, I kind of gave it a perfunctory, like, oh, I, I would get this guy. Oh, I missed him. And then he went by. There were no, we had no nets. Was it one-handed? On metal rim, metal backboard, no net. Was it one-handed? Was his head, like, could he was his head at the rim and could dude, could he jump like that? Dude, he was a huge recruit. He he was a big time star. Good NBA uh, player, though. He was, he was good. Really good NBA player. And 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 has passed away very, very young. He was uh I, I don't I don't remember exactly what the cause was, but he had some some difficulties in his life. But uh, I hate to end on that note, but 
<laughs> Why'd you say that so happily? But, but I was three for three because that's why I'm, that I'm happy because I outperformed you. That's what oh I'm yeah saying. with what Jonathan William. Act, I, I don't. I don't. Was it Williams on the roster? Yes. Where would he go? Uh, Buffalo. There I don't, I All still right. almost forgot. All right. Okay. I should I should get the checkmark noise for that. But no, <laughs> stop it. Well, now what I want you to do for this episode: <laughs> <laughs> rate it. <laughs> review it like the podcast most importantly subscribe to the podcast because it's good for you i actually and i did hear this four out of five dentists surveyed have said that the organization's win championships podcast is good for your dental health and unfortunately the fifth of those dentists died horribly uh it, it was awful and he was just screaming to end his misery so i don't know exactly what happened but uh we will we will what are you doing don't this guy what this guy what are you doing I go just, back I in your cage i can't i can't stand I, I back in your cage four to five you. dentist yes go go away to where you go you smell like ass oh thanks jeez smell like a, it's not quite as like post hockey no Ugh. No, it's just bad. Like post hockey, the dude smells like a. You know that smell at a petting zoo, like, like in in when you like in, like in the fall when you go to like apple picking and they have the goats and the sheep and they they walk around and there's poo everywhere. That's what he smells like after he plays hockey. Trust me. But uh, that will do it for us. And I think the next time you see and hear from him, he is going to be somewhere in the mountains. New background Pennsylvania. And I will make sure to get some full stuff. In the background, I don't know exactly what. Maybe I'll take All right. this. Maybe I'll take this Derrick Rose poster or my beloved Javante Green jersey. So we'll see what All happens. Right. Talk to you then.